This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey, Ali. What up, D? Hey, man, have you ever had problems going to sleep? Nah, but sometimes I have problems staying asleep. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I used to have the same problem, but then I found out about Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. Yes, sir. Sweet Dreams is the highest quality Colorado CBD blended with the power of a melatonin. Damn, that's dope. Now I'm knocked out at night and I got crazy energy in the morning. Yeah, where can I get that, D? You need to go to www.naturalrxsource.com. That's www.naturalrxsource.com. Put in the code SLEEP10 for 10% off your first order. Bet. I'm going to go there right now. Well, go to sleep and stay asleep. Sweet dreams. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. Why are you looking at me like that? Where's the rest of it? We say, and this is in the conversation. It's usually like, yeah, what's good what's on going that, man? Right. I'm trying to this be is chill. The, this is Damon Lemon. We in the conversation. To, hey, the man. podcast. Hey, there you go. How <laughs> about that? Damien Lemon. One time. I'm Ali Muhammad. Okay, two time. You are the audience. In the conversation. The conversationalist. Has begun. And we are here. Wow. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. shit. Go ahead, brother. That's How amazing. you doing? That's what I'm doing Talk great, to me, right? man. How you I'm doing? doing? Great, man. I'm, uh, fresh. I'm fresh, man. I'm fresh. I'm out here. Fresh out of Atlanta. Fresh out of the A. You know How was that? The A was great, man. I love the A. They got, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you know, I've been talking about this little project I've been working on. And I actually was out there working on it and shit. Mm. And um, they living in the future, dog. Explain. I mean, it's, it's very hard to explain. It's hard to explain the future to a past motherfucker. No, it's just it's hard to explain why it's the future. All right, but because like a, a simple pathway mm-hmm. that goes around thirty miles, you, you it's hard to explain how that changes it. It's like a big ass sidewalk for thirty miles, and right. how that how that changes everything is the way that they can develop largely unused land that was unused at the time mm-hmm. and now they could put all these different things and it's, so what was it before like just lots so it was an old railway uh-huh so it's kind of like the highline or like hudson yards where it was an abandoned railway right and then they developed on it and made it you know but instead of just putting buildings on top of where the railway was they kept the railway and just made it a pedestrian walkway or bikeway or mm. scooter way or run jog walk mm-hmm. your dog way but then along where the abandoned warehouses was at and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you started to put businesses and and apartment buildings and you know living space like in the middle of the belt is it like a circle it's a, it's like a little 285 so it's a circle around the inner part of the city so you know M and Park 444 Old Fourth Ward, you know, up through Buckhead, come around, cross the West Side, Bankhead, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then come down mm-hmm. West End, and then you know, eventually it'll loop all the way around till you can go all the way back to Old Fourth Ward. Uh huh. So I gotta see that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like you're gonna be like, what the fuck? This is not because you can't see it from the street like you know what i'm saying because yeah. it was a railway it runs behind shit right and under where roadways right. are so you, you you could be on the regular streets and not even know it's, it's there. like a speakeasy community yeah so for miles for what they say like four thousand acres now how do you find yourself this is my my question i want to know mm-hmm. so you say this is all uh bike foot traffic no cars right no cars right so how do you get there? If you're somebody that has a car, like where do you put your you, car and then? There's certain entrances, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, but you park, you could park on the street, uh, you could park at a business, mm-hmm. you go to a Pont City Market or some shit like that, you could park in the parking lot, mm-hmm. um, and then you just walk on. 
But if you live in the area, then you don't even have to you don't even talk have to, park, to your car. Just step out. Yeah. yeah, you just walk, step out. That's cool. But they got like it's really to to it's like The Sims. Have you ever played The Sims? No. It's like The Sims, dog. It's in real life. They have made The Sims and the shit looks just like the rendering. And then people are just out there congregating together in ways. It's like, you know how college is? Mm-hmm. We live on a campus. We have like a little quad type of thing. You got a quad, you got an intramural field. Right. You, got, you know what I'm saying? You got all these little things. You right. got the, the calf. It's like, it's like white people made college for grownups. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like you got a big field that's intermediate field. You got a skate park. Mm-hmm. You know you got the food halls and all that type of stuff, which is the the wave all over America. Food halls, and right? Shit. Yeah. So you got those all you know darted out. Then you got just different places where you had the different restaurants and shit. But you know everybody's just moving about and doing their thing, and it's like you know these these Sims just moving around in the future. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because. It's communities in ways that communities haven't been. Like say now, you say you got Williamsburg, right? Right. And but it's still within this city that has a standard infrastructure. Right. So you have these things, but you know what I'm saying, you ain't really know where to put an intramural field. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And shit like that. So, you know, it's a little difference. Like this, they got all the space, so they just doing all this shit in one place. You got an amphitheater here, skate park there. Feel with and it flows good. It don't feel crowded. It feels nah. it's done well. Right. And it's all the way done. The whole thing, all nah, thirty not, miles. Not all of it, but okay. it's seventy percent done. The east side is done. That's where the future is. So when you out there, mm-hmm. so say if you were in one neighborhood and this neighborhood is right next door. It's not that far. It's maybe right. you know what I'm saying. Not far. But you get in your car, to go get in your car, to go over there, you probably won't do it because you're going to get stuck in traffic yeah. getting over here. and then, So you probably won't do it. But when you're out there, you're just walking along, you're talking to people, somebody playing some music here, you know what I'm saying, some it's a, some people playing flag football there, mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. Next thing you know, you, you've walked it and it's there. You, you're there quicker because you have no interruption to get there. All right, hold on now. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. You said it's taking 30 miles mm-hmm. of area mm-hmm. that you could just walk to, that you don't have to drive to, that kind of... It will be 30 miles in the end. Okay. So so let's say on the east side, you might be working with five miles. Uh, All right. Five, a uh, uh, five, 10-mile stretch. So you feel like it's it's kind of created the environment to where you'll walk five miles without even thinking about it. Exactly. I, I mean, shit, or the one to two, say it's two miles to get from... From Krog, Krog Market to mm-hmm. to Pont City Market. Mm-hmm. Are there like little things to tell you? you got nah, two miles no, to go? you just so have you to just know. gotta keep going. <laughs> you figure it out. You have to figure it out because okay. they ain't got all the signs okay. for you yet. Uh-huh. But it's maybe <laughs> one mile, one and a half miles. Right. We probably did that shit three, four times, just bullshitting out there. Right. Just shooting and then, oh yeah, I'm on this end. All right, I'm gonna walk down there. Because yeah. it ain't nothing right. when you down there because mm-hmm. you know you amongst people. Right. It's not like you gotta walk up on the street on the sidewalk, cars driving by you at the light, stopped at the light, niggas pulling up like what the fuck this motherfucker doing? It's just Walking. a promenade, basically. D, you ain't got no car, right? <laughs> you know it's none of that, that none type of, that. of scrutiny. It's none of everybody out there is pedestrians. Yeah, interesting. So it was like looking at the future and how to rethink areas that you may know. Mm-hmm. In ways, how can you use these areas and spaces? Because this space was old Fourth Ward, right? You know what I'm saying? Boulevard, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You know what I mean? Auburn Ave, all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why they were shooting the old Jeezy videos, Trapper Die videos on mm. Boulevard and shit. Mm. That area. Okay. Okay. So it's reimagining what can happen in a space, and a lot of times you don't have that pedestrian part to it that can connect all of these different areas. Right. And and I think that's the part that's that's crucial. And that's the part that makes it like, oh shit, this this changing the game. That's interesting. Yeah, cuz I guess you bring in a walking society to a place that was pretty much a about non, driving. A non-walking city. So my question is, uh-huh. How do you stun on these niggas? Is it back to sneakers? It's, I mean, you, you yes, it's back to your mouth game, like you, you know what I'm saying. You oh, talk okay. game, and you know what I'm saying. You, you got to have flavor, 
And you got to have money to, to to go to all these restaurants and bars all okay. the time. You can't, you know what I'm saying? So it's still competitive. It's what competitive. You're Man, yo, they got the, this one dude bought this big warehouse, right? Uh-huh. And it's big as fuck. And he put a, a big, that's probably the biggest beer garden I've ever seen. Mm. And they shit got the bottom floor, it got the middle floor, and mm. then they got rooftop. Right, and that overlooks the little fourth ward park, okay. and then the trail, and that's kind of like the center of the, the the social environment. So let me ask you a question. And then next door to it is like a fly spot where if you want to do it the flyway, you could do that too. Separate entrance, or is it? That's like- a totally different restaurant. Okay, but it's on the it's, same. They're all thing. in the same warehouse building. Look like that's hard. What's the name of that? That is called New Realm Brewery. New Rim? Realm. New Realm. Okay. And it's yeah. big as hell. It's big as hell. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. like the granddaddy of yeah. beer gardens. Was it popping? It's the only it's, shit sitting there like they're right there on it. But I mean, was it real. too big or was it enough? No, for, it was okay. cracking. The people came. And they say it ain't never empty. So, Because oh, wow. it's like when you own it, it's nothing like... All the other stuff, you kind of got to dip off and go here. Right. Or if you go into Pond City Market, you got to dip off and then go in the building and right there. But that's like the thing that's right there on there. You go there, you can still sit out mm-hmm. on the belt line and watch people walk by while mm-hmm. you out, you doing whatever okay. you're doing. You that's know what I mean? the dance floor. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But you know what I'm saying? So I was looking at the future, but the, the opportunity really is the west side All right. where – that's still the black side, and as far as the trail is there, but you know what I'm saying, it's not developed yet mm. to what it could be. Mm-hmm. Two Chains owns a building right on on the belt line. Oh, that's smart. He hasn't done nothing with it yet, but he owns it, so he, smart. he, he, he invested it's in it. It's a big-ass building? It's a nice size? It's not big, big. It's like What could I, it be? What could he put there? He could put anything he want there, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because <laughs> whatever it is, it could, you know, once people start going down there on the west side, he gonna he could he can control the conversation. Let, let me ask you this: You've been city planning, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, uh, casually mm-hmm. for a while now. You know what I mean? Right, right, jumping, uh, looking at it, uh, scoping out the as a hobby. As a hobby, <laughs> but you've been scoping it out. Maybe uh, maybe you might be transitioning into right, it, right? Picking it up. If you were to uh, city plan for Tuche, you see he got something on the west side. Uh-huh. What should he put right there? If you could say, "Yo, Titty." This what you need to do. This what the people need. Well, Teddy should tell. It used to be a Chinese restaurant. Mm. He should tear that bitch down. Okay. Build an apartment complex as big as he could build it. Uh-huh. However many units. Okay. But the bottom, like three, bottom two, three floors uh-huh. is total entertainment space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? One nice little restaurant where mm. you can have a little back porch sitting right there overlooking the line. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying, other little things. I would put, you know what I'm saying, like since he's an artist and shit like that, you could put like, you know, you know how like you got those studios that that you could see the people in the background, kind of like Good Morning America and all that type of shit. Oh, uh, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying, a space like a- That'd like, be hard, where you like can a, see the like people a, living. Like a TRL space right, or, like a, right. you, or like the- Good Morning America. Good Morning or, yeah, America, yeah. Red Bull space. Right. Put that on top of the restaurant type shit. That'd and where you can see the people walk by, but then you got action jumping off down the bottom, and then you got people who live up top. Mm. You killing That's kind of ill. He be killing it. All right, well, yeah, shit, you know that was saying? free. Yeah, that was free. That's free game. There you go. Free game, whatever the day is you listening to this. It is. Oh, man. man so that was dope. And so that's I, the that future. Was, that was refreshing. That's, yeah, there's, that type of rethinking cities and rethinking how people are living and coming together, because... <laughs> What it is is people were, you know, expressways were meant to take people out, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and get them back to their jobs, but really to help build the suburbs. Mm -hmm. You know, I think now with everybody moving back towards cities, you need something that brings people together. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people move in new neighborhoods, they don't, you know, they they check in, they go to their local grocery store, maybe if they have bars or popping like that, they'll do that too. But... A lot of times, then there are no built-in ways for people just to get to know each other right away outside of bars and restaurants and shit. So, spaces like this, 
creates a vibe where the community is out there together every day whether you walking your dog riding your bike exercising just chilling on your own doing yoga mm. going to the restaurant mm-hmm. you are communing with people right. on a daily basis easy okay. uh-huh. and and that makes a difference in how communities are built hmm. and i think the future of communities depends on people coming together not isolating themselves apart i hear that well, that's what's up that's the future yes it's for the court. You heard it here first. <laughs> for free. The conversation. For you know free, what I mean? For free. They go for free. Game is free, yeah, man. Yeah, shit. You know what I'm saying? Go do it. Go do what you got to do with uh-huh. it. Speaking of the future and just uh, neighborhoods just emerging out of the mist, uh, the Hudson Yards area, have you been over there yet? I'm, I was supposed to be over there Friday. Man, it's a whole thing. Like I, right. And it's funny because you seen it happening. You know, but that's to your point about uh, the Beltline. This was kind of like an abandoned, you know, no right. man's land type of thing. Nobody was over there, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, very, you know, not too far or all the way that. And then you see people building. And then initially I was like, I'm curious if they could really pull people this far west, right. you know. Sure enough, they got all types of things. They got something called Little Mexico over there. <laughs> they got uh, this thing called the Shed. I heard is interesting. Then there's that. Uh, oh yeah, Damani, my man Damani played at the Shed the other day. Oh yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that's a fly spot. I haven't been there. I heard something else about that spot too. And then there's the little weird. I think it's called the Vortex or something. Oh, the little, the uh, little sculpture. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but that looks interesting. And now when I'm driving by there, you seeing waves of people. Like it's like Rockefeller Center now. It's a whole new tourist area right. in New York City, which is kind of interesting because you figure we didn't had all the tourist areas, and now there's a whole nother one. It's kind of right. cool. There's a mall in there. There's a mall all in New York. Was like, why we there. need a mall? There's a couple malls on the low in New York. There's yeah. a mall downtown, like in Battery Park. Yeah. That people don't really it's know all, about. All that west side, they building yeah. malls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's space and they need something to fill it. Yeah. Coming out of the World Trade Center through that little shit that looked like a skeleton, uh-huh. you walk into the mall, basically. Uh, I, I forget what they call that shit. What they call it? What do they call it? Somebody that let us know. That looks like a like you inside of a white carcass. Down by the uh, West, World Trade Center. By the World Trade Center. You, you know that thing, the art. Oculus. The Oculus? Yeah, oh, the, the Oculus. Oculus. That is it. The okay. Oculus. See? Okay. Y'all act like I don't know what I'm talking about. No, nah, you, you didn't know exactly what I know you the name, were. Yeah. But he knew what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's the Oculus. There you go. Yeah, the you know said that takes you to I a mall. I thought the thing, what's the thing up uptown? I thought that was the Oculus. What's what? the thing uptown that looks, it's the uh, little sculpture that goes all the way to the top. The the most um uptown striking way. thing, not uptown, but uptown thirty fourth street. On thirty fourth street, over by Hudson Yards, we were just talking about it. There's the shed, but then there's that one sculpture. Oh, the vessel. The vessel. That's what it's called. Yeah, we got my man on uh on uh, uh whatever landmarks. Yes. Shout out to my man Christopher Chris on, on landmarks. We got landmark guides out here. Matt, come on, you're supposed to be faster. <laughs> I was um, trying, but he's quicker. There you no go. doubt, no doubt. Yeah, but you know, all of these things, like this development is moving fast and they building fast and the way people are living is changing fast. So it's kind of like, you know, what is it gonna look like? What does it look like for you? Cause the trip should be, when you go to all these shits and you look at, you know, what's coming up, they, what they building, they have the renderings and shit. Mm-hmm. Black people ain't never in the renderings. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You mean just the the, just, uh, the figurines and never the, the, the no little the little you know the little avatars that be in the renderings? <laughs> no brown Legos, no brown leg, none. Damn, you know what I'm saying? When you see the movies in the future, well, no brown, no, no brown people. Yeah. Shit, I was reading National Geographic talking about the the ancient civilizations. I ain't seen no black people in that either. Really? <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like on us to envision how we gonna participate yeah. and how we gonna look within the future. Look at old Janelle Monet. She been doing it. She been championing right. blacks in the future. Exactly. Yeah, you got for Dolo. It feels like nobody yeah, want to join because in the nobody future. understand that when you when you start going to the future, they not considering your shit. 
Yeah. So you gotta just still be there. They ain't considering your shit in the past. Again, in the present yeah, either. and it's like you gonna you, yeah, we gonna show up and we gonna make it to what we do. We gonna make it do what it do. We gonna but, be not we're not gonna be on the list, but we're gonna get in the club. But the thing is, at some point, you know what I'm saying, we can envision we can envision our own how we look in the future. And how you then, how would you what else you I, see? I can't give all the game away. All right. <laughs> That's for the Patreon listeners. <laughs> That's for that. That's, That's what we for doing. the Patreon, I guess. Yeah, That's I for the, mm. the patrons. Mm. <laughs> but you, the opportunity is there to envision uh-huh. how we gonna rock in the future. Okay. Because we look at a lot about what we got and holding on to what we got and trying to keep what we got popping. You know what I'm saying? But then how do how does that look twenty years from now? How does that look? How does yeah. that fit into? What's about to be happening? It's tough to plan for the future when the present is so dire. You know what I mean? Like I was looking on, um, I seen uh, Jada Kiss had put something on Instagram where he was like, you know, I was taught how to survive. I'm trying to teach my kids how to live. You right. know what I mean? Like when when it's dire, it's of the moment. It's like we got to get this fire out now. You know right. what I mean? Like but- it, rather than training the community to be like, yo, just plan for the future because you don't want to get to the future and be fucked up. Right. Like, and, you know. And it's, a, it's a lot. It's, you know what I mean? it's different kinds of planning. But I think that the, the most simplest, like the basic level is how do you even see yourself in the future? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times it's hard to do that because you don't know what they got planned. You know what I'm saying? You don't know how that shit is popping off. And when it pop off, you're like, damn, what's that? Yeah. You know? Or sometimes you might even just look at your future based on your present, right? Mm-hmm. So if your if your present is precarious, you're like, I don't know. I ain't even got a whole lot to leverage for this future. You right. know what I mean? It's interesting. I, was, I heard somebody talking about that. Like They were like, I look at life. Like I look at life, I'm trying to think of what I'm gonna be doing at 50. Right. What am I? How am I? What's my lifestyle gonna be at 50? Yeah, what, how you gonna be living like? That's I mean, that's a good thing to think, just to train your mind to think that way. I gotta get to that. It's hard enough for me to think about next week. Right. You know. Uh, what you gonna be doing when you 50? You got uh, you got some ideas. What about when you 60? I'll be 50 in a couple of years. Yeah. So <laughs> have you been thinking about it? Have you been thinking about your 50? Yeah. I mean, shit. I got kids that keep you in the future. So <laughs> I know, goddamn. Right. When I'm 50, I'm gonna have a second child in college. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. 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 I'm have one on the way. Right. You know. So, so, so I'm gonna be in the in the grizzind. Right. Uh, hopefully, I have made some strides and, right. and made some, you know, significant uh, changes in my in my lifestyle. Okay, what you thinking? No, nah, just you know, trying to do more exercising. Okay, I want to be a, a one of them. Oh, I want to be a cut cut up old man. Svelte, you know, not 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 swole, but uh-huh. just just yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Tapered. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Looking like Dollism from uh, from Street Fighter. Remember Dollism? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, all that. You know what I'm saying? I can dig it. So, you know, you got to be thinking, okay, I need to get active. You know what I'm saying? Stay active. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, think I'm about to buy me a bike. Like a pedal bike? Yeah, pedal oh, okay. bike. Okay, right. And, you know, down there they got me excited about these bikes because, you know, you – Ran into a couple of, uh, you know, cats who do the, you know, fixed gear bikes and shit. Right. And I always wanted one. I just never pulled the trigger. Right. Uh, and they, they kind of like, you know, what I'm saying they got a little crew that be rolling and shit. Yeah. I like yeah. That bike life is, uh, is, is popping out there. It's, it's popping. Yeah. I got my neighbor. He's an older dude. He bikes about twenty miles a day. I used to do thirty miles a day. Really? Yeah. When was this? Right before I moved to New York, because there's a trail in Miami uh-huh. that went from my my dad lived in Cutler Ridge. Mm-hmm. That went from Cutler Ridge to Coconut Grove. It's 15 miles. Oh, okay. So I would do, and it's easy because there's a trail just like the Beltline. Uh-huh. Right. It's 15 miles straight, no obstructions, no red no, lights, no hills, no. It's Miami shot. flat, Miami flat. Oh, okay. So it's like you might have to stop at one light. It's like a little light going into a subdivision. But other than that, it's kind of straight heat, shot. Though. The, you, I'm from I guess Miami. you're used to it yeah, then, huh? You don't get hot like heat. that, huh? So I would do that, and you do it right at right before sunset. So I do it probably like five o'clock. Right. 
hit it, yeah. psh, then zip back. So back and forth, that's 30 miles. Right. It's nothing though when you're on the it's, trail. It's different when you're on the street. Yeah, because it's a lot more to to deal with. To contend with. Right. And you stop and go. And right. you're like, oh, man, that shit is a 30 trip. miles on a bike is almost unfathomable. I haven't done it. That's why it's unfathomable, right. but it's that's crazy. The cat does like 20 miles a day. He does he does the little, you know, the trail up on um the West Side Highway. There's like right. a nice little trail that goes all the way down, all the way down and all the way up. Mm-hmm. It's cool. So it's cool. I'm a... Um, my homeboy John J- Shooter, who shoot with me, John Walder. Yeah, he just built his own bike, and that inspired me. Mm. Right, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna buy me a frame and get me some rims. You gonna build your whole situation? Build me a situation. Uh, go ahead and do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what's up. So I keep y'all posted on that. That's that's part of my future. Out here building bikes? <laughs> nah, just getting on that bitch. Getting and, felt and, and, and getting felt and trim. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I got to think about my future. Yeah, man. You know what it is? You don't think about the, like, the future always, to me, always felt like so old. Even when it was, like, when you're young, you feel like, man, 25, like, when you're young. You know what I mean? 35, well, 30, when when I'm 30, I want to be a millionaire. You know what I mean? When I'm 40, I want to be retired. You know, all of this aspirational shit. Right. And uh, when you get there, you realize, yo, you still got shit to do and you still got yeah. a lot of life in your body. Yeah, so yeah. even if you have gotten to some of these goals, you still yeah. got to distract you, yourself. And you got a lot of life to live. Hell yeah. You don't want to outlive your money. No, you don't want to outlive your money. And you don't want to uh, outlive your imagination. You know what I mean? Like you got to have your- That's the key. Yeah. That's the key because people give up on their imagination after they get that good job. Yeah. And it started turning the routine. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You know, do what you gotta do for the kids and go to bed. Yeah. I I ain't never given up on my imagination. That's why you jump into projects that challenge you, mm-hmm. that put you in situations that you ain't seen. You looking at what's happening. They doing shit. They doing shit with or without you. That's true. You gotta jump in the game. Mm. But what else happening with you, man? <sighs> What's going on with me, man? I'm chilling, dude. It's too much. What I do today? Uh, what the fuck? Them? What is going on right now? Uh, what did I want to talk to you about? Uh, I've been chilling. I ain't had no shows this weekend, so I got to catch up on my. I got to catch up on Barry. Okay. Barry the Shy. Mm-hmm. I know you don't watch either one of those. I, you, you saying it like I won't watch them. No, I'm just saying. I, I know haven't, currently. I haven't watched. No, I know, them but yet. I'm just saying. Currently, we can't really have no real crosstalk. I can. Talk, I can watch the shot. I will watch. You should. The I you just should. have not. Shot's pretty good. Shot's gotten really good this season. I was, and what do you like about the shot? Uh, one thing that I like about the shot, I think, is, uh, I guess, a talent is Lena Waithe has created so many characters in this show. And made you kind of feel invested in all of these characters. Typically, when there's a bunch of characters, it could kind of get a little muddy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sometimes the, the storylines are a little shallow. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They just really there just to just to be there. But this is enough people to where you kind of behind a few different storylines. You're like, right. oh, okay, I hope this cat gets his shit together. Like, there's uh, I don't know all of the character names. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still I haven't gotten to that point, but. You know, there's certain storylines that got... There's about... What I like that's really cool is there's all of these storylines, but it's all the same neighborhood. So it's how everybody's interconnected. Right. You know what I mean? You see that type of thing. Then you also see, like, on this last episode, you see stuff that you... I have never seen before, but you... Or maybe you've never seen it before on television, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, one of the characters, his name is Emmett. He's a young kid, probably like 21. He got three kids. Three baby mothers, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Got a like a bullshit job. He was just living with his moms. His moms moved and was like, you got to go. You know what I mean? So now you got to figure it out. So he was trying to figure it out. Was he the one who worked at the restaurant? He was working at the barbecue pit. He still worked there. Okay. Trying to figure it out. Goes to stay with his father. Mm-hmm. Daryl, I think. That's what he calls pops. His pops wasn't in his life. So he right, was calling by his first name. Yeah, Very you know. disrespectful. Super in disrespectful. In the black community. Right. Right. <laughs> but you know, he feel like that matches the disrespect of not being there. Right. You know what I mean? I got to forever make you feel like a stranger. Right. Because you were. 
You know what I mean? So it's one of those situations where he goes and lives with his father because he has no place to stay. And his father is the older version of him, but he's blended it. You ever heard of, uh, I think, uh, you know, Mashonda? Mashonda Swiss Beats, ex-wife. Mm -hmm. You know, she came out with a book called Blended. I know Mashonda as Mashonda on her own. Well, there you go. I know Mashonda's Mashonda on her own as well. Damn, now I feel horrible. <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, uh, make sure y'all don't get this dab down. Hold on. <laughs> Let me get my hey, hey. I'm out here sweaty, sweaty. Anyway, my man is sitting, Daryl, the father, mm -hmm. sitting at the table, Emmett, you got all his kids. He said, we have dinner every day, 7 p.m. But not only does he have his kids, he's got about four baby mothers. Three of them are at the table. Mm -hmm. Some of them have gone on to other relationships, so their dude is at the table. But this shit is just, it's unity. It's its working. It's smooth. You know what I mean? And they like they all aware of what it was. Who paid so, for the dinner? The pops. I mean, it wasn't at the restaurant. I know, it was but at the he, house. Who, who feed all it these was at people? His he, house. he feed all these people. I guess so. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I guess when they at the house, he does that. Oh, Daryl. Daryl, right. Daryl paying for it. Yeah, yeah I okay. believe so. I didn't get that. Yeah. You know, no, they no, didn't go, go that go deep. I'm just saying, the, who buying all the groceries? I believe he does. Maybe it's a potluck. <laughs> all I know is it has a benevolent vibe, right? And so no much doubt. so that they know what it is. Emmett is like, so wait a minute. First he was with you. Then he left you and then went here. Then it didn't work out here, and he went here, and they were like, "Yeah, you know." And y'all get along, you know, unless somebody take the last piece of chicken, you know what I mean? That type <laughs> of shit. And it was kind of cool just to see that. And then they go out on the, you know, Emmett get tight because his mom ain't at the table. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And he's mad. He mad like, "Yo, what the fuck!" You know, you could do all of this. You know what I mean? But you for all these other, you couldn't yeah. be with me. So it's a moment where they had a real talk. Mm -hmm. So much so, he funny. He pull a beer out, take two beers out. Emma's like, I don't even drink beer. He's like, hold a beer, nigga. Just, just the father. <laughs> this is what we do. Just how I look. Just, just hold it. Just for the optics. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just feel me right quick. So he was like, you know, he said, it's, it's true. He said, you know, I wasn't really there for you. He said, I felt like if I was giving money, it was enough. But I wasn't there. I had no presence. And he said, you know, I had to grow up and become a man. He said, you know, it took me to be self-aware of the fact that I was, I wasn't shit. I had three kids, I was on some bullshit, mm -hmm. and I had to man up. But he was like, your mom's got the boy, and these other three women got the man. You know what I mean? And I, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's about realizing when you want to man up. You know what I mean? Right. I hope you do better than I do. You know what I'm saying? This is your opportunity to make the, the switch. Mm -hmm. It was kind of cool, man. And, you know, and that's just one storyline. You right. know what I mean? There's quite so a few. that's this season? That's this What's season. What's this season two? This is season two, maybe right. second episode in, so it's not okay. too far. Okay, I could catch up. Yeah. Because I've, I've already seen maybe three or four episodes yeah. of, the first, of the first series. I had my homie ask me, he was like, is this one of them things where you could just jump in and you won't be lost? I don't think so. I, it's a storyline that extends from season one. Mm -hmm. You could read some recaps, because it ain't much to get caught no, no, up storyline. I, I, I don't like reading. So you'll, okay. I, I watch through it. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. Fair enough. That shit was good. Then Barry was good. Barry is frustrating me though, because Barry's not being full Barry. You know, wow. Barry's a killer. Right. And, and uh, he wanna be an actor. He he's he actor. wants to be an actor and obviously it can't it's not working out. The two lives are kind of coming together. So his acting ain't his acting ain't popping. I thought he was going good. Nah, I mean he's in the acting class. He's still oh, fledgling. He's still in class. Yeah, he's still like, you know, the whole thing is I, I've watched about three <laughs> episodes too of that. The whole thing is he's in the acting class. He met this this woman he likes. He's into a, He's also into the fact that, you know, it's a different life. You know what I mean? Right. It's a new way to define himself. It don't have to be he's a killer, which is, you know, it's nothing he's proud of. It's morbid. It ain't the worst. You know, it's not the most. Something you know, he do, he good at it. Yeah, he's great at it, but he don't want to be a killer. You know what I'm saying? So uh, he's in there trying to change his life, but he still got, he got uh, uh, debts to pay. You know what I'm right. saying? He still got to kill certain people. So these people will pop up at the weirdest times. It could get a little goofy. Right. Sometimes the little the um the whatevers are a little goofy. The um the goons or the enemies. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That kind of takes away from it. But then after a while, you kind of get caught up. You know, it's still a comedy, so you're like, all right, there's some funny little goofy motherfuckers. Right. But this particular situation, he need to kill somebody soon. He got mm -hmm. it because it's starting to fall apart. You know what I mean? It's starting to come too close to home, so he needs to make something happen. Right. Yeah, man. 
But I also know the Thrones is back. Them Thrones. So tell me how you feeling. Man, I'm 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 happy the Thrones is back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's reinvigorating. Uh-huh. Um you know, you know, it's deep dive TV. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, you know, it's a basically a cultural thing at this point cuz a lot of people is on it. And you know the world, you know a lot of people talking about it and shit. Right. So it's good to have it back. I had stayed away, you know what I'm saying? Because April 14th, 2019, sounded like a long fucking time. To be in, waiting for in September 2017. Got to plan for the future. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like man. Mm. So I stayed away from it. I didn't read nothing. I just I just chilled until about a week before. Then I caught up on my theories and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying where where the last season left off. And you know, it's first episode. You know, Thrones usually start off pretty pretty mm-hmm. slow, but they packed a lot of it, a lot of information in this one. Okay. Um, it did like as speaking to what you just said, it kind of got a little goofy in certain parts. Yes, I heard that. I just wanted to ask you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a little weird. The kid was putting a lot in. It was and it was kind of like, eh, uh, this yeah. ain't really Thronish, but I, right. you, yeah. you know, what I'm saying it wasn't that bad, but yeah. it was a couple of times it was like, ah. I think it was more so the score than than the actual acting. Okay. I think whoever did the music part made it too whimsical. It, it was just too goofy. Like it was a certain part, like when when John was getting on on the dragon and shit, it was like, what kind of music is this playing? Because usually you used to that that hard, that deep. So what's hard some goofy hitting. music? Was it too many flutes? I, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I just I noticed that it was just too fucking goofy for the throne. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was too I light. Can, it was too it. lightweight for okay. the throne as uh, far as music. Uh-huh. Like usually it's either deep, dark, and brooding right. or nothing. Right. It was just, you know what I'm saying, conversation. Yeah. But they had some music playing that was like, ah, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I only noticed it was music because I'm, I used to be a music supervisor. Right. And it was like, I, I don't think I would have put that cue there. I don't even think that cue fits this whole fucking show, mm. so I hope they don't do that the rest of the season. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. you know, you know they they set it up, they set everything up. You back into it, you ready uh-huh. to go? Okay. No action, but you know, what I'm saying a lot of setups. Yeah, my homeboy. Uh, shout out to Mike Lawrence. He's uh he's all into all of this type of shit, comic books, mm-hmm. wizards, all of that, right? Yeah. And uh, he was like, he felt like Game of Thrones this season. And he brought up one thing. He's like, Game of Thrones this season feels like they, they kind of taking a nod from like the Marvel Universe, being real self-aware, making these type of weird jokes, like almost breaking the fourth wall type shit. Almost. And, it, and he said, he said I didn't know if this was true or not. He said, this is probably because they don't have R.R. George Martin and the writer's rule to be like, let's be serious about this shit. I didn't know he didn't, he's not. I thought he was involved. I didn't know he. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know think for he sure. in the writer's room, but I thought he was involved as far as how the story arc was going to go. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, but they, you know what I'm saying, they're doing, they, they definitely self-aware. There's certain lines in there that you know going to be memes. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm. meme writing. They going for the memes. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a couple of parts in there where they wrote for the meme. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, where they had Cersei say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you if you want it easy, you need to go buy you a whore. But if you want a queen, you got to earn it mm. and shit. It was, it was very, <laughs> very Shonda Rhimes right, and how, right. they did, okay. how they put it out there, how Shonda be writing on um, – Scandal and Scandal and on uh uh what's the other one? How to get away with murder, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Or even even um even on, on Grey's Anatomy, they'll write they'll write a, a white lady part that's kinda very black lady Twitter. Real you sassy. Know, real sassy. It was uh-huh. like, ah, oh, come on, mm. man. You know. But you don't expect that in the thrones. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Right. So, you know. Got through. But you black know, Twitter Game of Thrones. If you if you if you cut those little pieces out the rest of it was uh-huh. what it was supposed to be, uh-huh. and you know, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I I can't wait for the e- impending action. Did you see your man uh, <laughs> Magic Johnson quit his job in the press conference without telling us? But he kind of Irish goodbye the Lakers, which is kind right. of a Celtics <laughs> move if you ask me. But that is <laughs> that's interesting. That's pretty interesting. That he was like, you know what? I had a whole conversation with her last night. I I just I couldn't I couldn't quit 
face to face. So uh, I'm telling her here on TV. I quit. Sorry. Hey, it's genius in the way that you got it. First, it's going to be a media storm. Of course. It's going to be all of these questions. It's going to be all this thing. You should have told your boss, but whatever. Magic don't care about no job. He already what is he what is he at the the Dodgers? He already what is I think he over he's there? An owner or something. Like one of the owners at the Dodgers, they win in World Series and shit. Mm-hmm. He rich as fuck. He don't care. He beat the AIDS. Beat it. I mean, what what what, what, you, what you gonna do? What you gonna do to Magic? He had that. He had the HIV. Yeah. I guess that's that's, that's 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 life and death. Well, this is just over time. This is right here. It's like ah, what what? When I what? heard he was giving a breast cops, I thought he was going to say he had AIDS again. Just to remind niggas. All right, what Genie like, Bus going to do to him that AIDS ain't done to him already? True indeed. Nothing. But then with all of that, if you don't be AIDS, you that big and bad, then why can't you speak to Jetty face to face and say, "Yo, Jetty, this job is busting my ass." Because Magic might be petty. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He might know. be petty. He, he, like, he like that's the he like, he like, listen, I'm gonna get this on out the way in one swoop. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna, I ain't got time to go back and forth with y'all. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? This is what it is. I'm gonna get the media what they want, so they not gonna even be on me no more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He probably, you know what I'm saying? He probably hinted to it. He probably just ain't never do it. It probably was a strained relationship that was going sour anyway, mm. and. He just did it and went and home. It was looking bad out there. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, but I mean, you know, I didn't I didn't take nothing of it. You know what I mean? I ain't give a fuck. I mean, you know, it is what it is. They fired they fire cats and send cats home on their day off all the time. Hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just saw a piece of Derrick Rose on um Ambrosa for Heads. They had a post where the day Derrick Rose found out he got traded from the Bulls, he was doing an interview mm. about his training on the off season. I think that was a, I think there was a video about that. It's a whole fucking thing. It's like yeah. a, like they shooting a video, and then he, he like his his manager his agent calling him. He like all right, he step away. He you know, he couldn't get the agent back on the phone, so he come back and then the agent calls. So he step away again, and you know. The cameraman followed him, which, you know what I'm saying, I thought it was kind of weird, but, you know. <laughs> cameraman like that. knew by that ring. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's this like, shit, this oh, history this right here. Like, hey. This so is the, a meme. So the cam- the cameraman followed him, uh-huh. and the man told him, like, because he was like, you know, they were talking about a trade. He was like, you know, you know, after I heard the rumors, but, you know, I try to focus on what we got to do, and we got to rebuild as a team, and da-da-da-da-da. Then his agent called, like, yeah, you got traded and shit. He's like, where? It happened? And he just sobs, you know what I'm saying? He like bust his tears, just poof. Damn. I, you know what I'm saying? Because that was he was going to Milwaukee. Uh, no, he was Minnesota. going to New York. He was going uh, to New York. Damn. But you know what I'm saying? Not that New York is bad, like but it was Knicks. just like it's just like you know you built your home in Chicago. You know, it just shows the other side of the game when people talk about like cats like LeBron and right. or people who ask for trades and shit like that, right. who decide on their own shit. Right. The other side, when you trying to really work at your job and you showing up <laughs> and your you know, best, motherfucker, the boss don't even call you. Nah. Your agent call you. Right. They don't. You know what I'm saying? That the, the owner ain't call him right. or the coach or nobody right. Right. and say, you know what, man, this is what it's gonna be. Nah, right. his agent had to call him. Yeah. His agent like, I wanted to call you first, like. Why the owner ain't call me first, or the coach, or the somebody associated with the up. organization? But you, yeah, it's fucked up. It is. It's, it's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? He just cried. Dang. And then his, then his agent was like, "Yeah, man, you got to pull it together, man." You Cause, on camera? Because this, no, not you on camera. Because his agent was wasn't there. He was like, "You going to New York? This is a big deal." You know right. what I'm saying? Like, this is this is the mecca. Like, go the, hard. the cameras are gonna be on you. This is a story. Like, man. He was like, gather yourself, man. Right. And then this nigga had to take the whole thing, weep, cry, all yeah. that shit, in seven minutes and be back on camera talking about some other shit. Yeah. And his whole life has changed. Yeah. And y'all talking about why Magic ain't tell Jeannie Buss he was quitting. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think it's the millions when you don't give a fuck. I mean, it's just the millions that make game. you get your shit together in it's seven the, minutes, it's too. It's the game. It, it is the game. It, he didn't get it together. He had to. He had to pull it together. Right. 
Fred, I don't think he ever recovered from that shit. He might not. It's been a long road for D Rose. He had a lot of injuries too. That was I mean, not even just out. the injuries. It's just like he just getting into it. I don't think he was into it to this season as a player. Mm. You know what I'm saying? His mind in the game. Let me just go hard at that. He had all kind of off court situations outside of the the injuries. Right. But it's just like, you know, nobody don't think about how that shit affect a motherfucker who got their kids in school and, you know, they living in their house and one day it's just like, you gone. Gotta go. You gotta go. Nah, I think people, I don't know about everybody. It, you know, that's part of the game. Like you said, that's part of the game, right? And it's a fucked up part of the game. Unfortunately, it's a uh, very inconvenient part of the game, but there's that part of the game that the compensation is so crazy. Yeah, but see, everybody break it down to the conversation, they take away a motherfucker who who has poured himself into a certain job. Like, you went to a job every day, you poured yourself into it, you don't expect to go in that bitch and be like, ha ha, woo. Well, I would if they yeah. traded other motherfuckers at the job. If that's how the job is, yeah, your but cat next to you, the cubicle next to you got rocked. Right. You know it could happen. So then, so then why is it such a beef when LeBron just say, you know what, I'm out this bitch, I'm going to well, another city. Well, you know city. why it's a beef. Why, why is it a beef? Because it's a black dude that's taking agency over his career. And I think that's that's where we need more of that, where it's cats that's calling the shots. Unfortunately, it ain't too many people that can call the shots like that because you're going to need a certain amount of leverage. Right. You're gonna need, you know what I mean? So but, when you got the hot hand, you got to go for it. So when, they, when you talk about it's business, that's the business, it's only business when it's coming from the organization. When it come from the the talent, then it's oh he's selfish. He don't care about the team. No, he just in it for the money. Blah blah blah. I'm with woo, it. Woo, woo. I'm with it. I'm with it. You know it. what I'm saying? That's the bullshit. So if it's gonna be business, then we it's not even a conversation why Magic Johnson told the press and not Jeannie Buss. You know what I'm saying? The owner of the Bulls ain't called Derrick Rose. I guess you could say I think I mean you, you could you could justify one with the other. <laughs> I think both in both things it would have been the courteous. the courteous thing to say, hey, listen, bro, shit ain't working out. Uh, I know we've had three conversations in your whole tenure here. You know what I mean? I know you've been in my house once in at least a four-year area. You made me a lot of money. You made me a whole but lot of money. We're gonna move on. I gotta send you to New York. I wanna let you know that. You know what I mean? No hard feelings. You know, keep the keep the jersey. You know what I'm saying? You still getting paid. Whatever, like whatever. It's same shit with magic. Look. Shit is looking crazy right now. Lakers are looking bad. They ain't made the playoffs. I'm Magic Johnson. I'm known for winning with the Lakers. I don't really want to be associated wait, with this wait, losing wait. situation. I mean, he's been losing for a minute. Yeah, winning. but he when been you, winning. Right, but when you Magic Johnson. They ain't made the playoffs. When the last time he made the playoffs? How long Magic been with him now? What's the what's his involvement? How long? Let us know, man. How long has Magic been with the Lakers? In his tenure and of And they ain't been winning since he's been there. He True. Came, they was probably losing. True, but this is the bit. Look Not at this. Not that I'm a Laker. I don't know. I know y'all going to crucify me, well, look. Laker fans, but I don't know. But they don't seem like they was winning. First of all, if we leave the crucifications, let that die. Cause first of all, I don't know none of this type of shit. I just, <laughs> I'm talking all the way out of my ass. I don't follow a lot of it, but I'll say this. This was the big season. They brought LeBron over. Mm -hmm. This was the press conference season. This was, yo, we got the, the GOAT. We got the motherfucking... Uh -huh. Most dominant player in the NBA to right. come over to the Lakers. We got the young ball son still over there. We mm -hmm. trying to build some shit. Mm -hmm. We trying to get the Lakers sexy again. I remember mm -hmm. you coming through when you went to the Lakers shit. Yeah. It was like, yo, that shit felt yeah, sexy. It felt, it, felt, it felt the energy. And then when they stopped losing, it didn't feel as sexy. Well, so Magic was like, I'm going to shake on y'all because I'm it known. Had to, it had to be deeper than that. It had it, to be. It may be. Who Cause, knows? Because, you know what I'm saying, I, I mean. It had to be deeper than that. I know they had problems with, you know what I'm saying, with, with one of the coaches out. I'm not sure what Magic right. Johnson's relationship with, with Jeannie Buss had deteriorated to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Stephen A., so I don't want to do all the research on this shit. This is shit. all speculation. You know what I'm saying? I'm just an old sidewalk cat. To me, it just looked like shit was going south in the organization as far as decision-making-wise and, and building the pieces together. And LeBron was like, you know what? I'm not finna carry y'all niggas. And Magic was like, hey, man, I'm trying to get this shit to work, but you know what I'm saying? It ain't working right now. Matt, what you got on Magic? Uh, he joined He joined as an exec, as the uh, president or whatever as, uh, in February 2017. Yeah, they won winning. 
Right. What was that? Two years ago? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wasn't in the playoffs. They wasn't in the playoffs, but they ain't had LeBron either. But the, so and, he was probably over there trying to make it happen. At the same time. Magic went to the World Series with Dodgers, man. He, 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 he had the top of the food chain, man. He tried chain, to stay man. winning. He tried <laughs> yeah, to stay winning. I don't think it's about the wins. I think Listen, it's about man. the organization and the work associated with it and dealing with people when everybody not rolling on the same page. Mm. And I think the fallout from the Anthony Davis thing probably had people in the background talking shit. Right. And he probably was like, man, y'all ain't finna be talking shit about me, man. I can go on and live my life doing what I'm doing. I'm winning the rest of my life. Mm. So y'all ain't finna come in here and treat me like I'm a loser. I'm Magic Johnson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I beat the AIDS. I won the World <laughs> Series. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? I got championships. That's number you know one. What I'm saying? I beat Larry yeah. Bird. You know what I'm saying? Get the uh, fuck out of here. You ain't better oh, be doing me any old kind I'm of out. Way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Deuces. Uh, you seen that? All right, send that clip to Genie and I'm out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, shit. What else is going on? Man? Did you um happen to catch the Nipsey Hustle film? I totally missed it. I All missed it. it. Yeah, I missed the whole shit. I saw a couple clips. I saw uh -huh. the clips. I saw like the Lauren London speech. Uh -huh. I saw a clip of the Snoop thing. I haven't went back to watch the whole Snoop thing. Mm -hmm. Snoop That's was about good. it. I heard Snoop, Snoop was, was good. good. I heard I heard his brother was good. I didn't get. The, I was working when that shit was happening. When his brother was on, and when Lauren came on, I read all the quotes as it was going on. As I was as we right. was working, but I we ended up having a break, and I watched Snoop, mm -hmm. which was good. Right. But the most impressive thing about the whole fucking situation what was the most impressive thing? during the twenty five mile victory lap mm -hmm. that. The city of Los Angeles allowed, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. It was weird because I was watching a stream from a LA news service. Right. You know what I'm saying in the helicopter, following the whole procession. Yeah. Where to go? It was the 25 miles was, from where? You know to what I'm saying it's like from Staples Center through Watts through you know what I'm saying Inglewood. Okay. All the way through to where he was from, uh -huh. and then to the funeral home. Okay. So. That shit was about, that was about out there about five and a half hours holding up traffic. traffic fucking fucking up. You know what I'm saying? First of all, that's a, a feat in itself. Yeah. They let you just roll through this bitch for five hours holding up traffic. But the most craziest part was that the newscast, this was the most respectful a newscast has been to <laughs> ghetto uh, America right. in ever. Yeah. I'm see they treated us with the same respect that they would treat, you know what I'm saying? Shooter. No, 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 no. Like just uh, you know what I'm saying, any anybody who's mourning or Ronald Reagan. You know what I'm saying? Ronald like anybody, like they coming through. It's like the crowds, the the crowds are growing, but everybody is patient. And right. every everyone right. is just here to show their respects. Right. And and um even when the shit got where the shit started to be a stampede right. at the marathon store, yeah. they were like, you know, things got pretty scary for a second, but the LAPD really pulled it back together yeah. and it and it, and everybody seems to be very respectful. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what the fuck kind of universe are we in right now? Good. So so they 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 they're giving it the proper respect, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of stuff they could have been talking about, like the dirt bike cats that just rolled up and bum rushed the shit, right. just showed up. They could have talked. They pulled about up it. on the uh, the hearses. They yeah, they yeah. Start, they, nigga, it was cats in motherfuckers is exuberant. Listen, it was low riders that jumped in front of the hearse. It was like you know what I'm saying. They was niggas was gonna to, get yeah, on that yeah. helicopter feed. Yeah, they had motorcycles, dirt bikes, low riders. Yeah. Like cats just joined. The, the cats <laughs> just joined the shit out right. the blue. And so it was they cutting the hearse off though. They ain't cut it off, but they they you know they hit the corner before the curse, okay. and then they they did. Yeah, I think off. someone was just waiting for the shit to show up, and right. then they just pulled off in front of it. Right. So they just treating the shit with mad respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The shit got real tense. They crowding the the hearse. It's a lot of shit you could have been saying like, oh my god, like you need some right. crowd control right. here. But nah, they were like. You know, people are really excited to get yeah. a picture mm -hmm. to to put their hands on the hearse to throw flowers. They they. It seemed like somebody said, don't say nothing negative. Right. Now, I'm watching it. They get by the store, right? They get by the store. I'm seeing cats standing on top of cars, right? 
I'm on not. top of cop cars. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I said, at first I thought it was just a car. Then I look. It's a the first thing I saw was the SUV. Uh-huh. It's like a cop SUV. Right. And they stand on top. I was like, maybe it's a, a out of commission one, yeah. but it still had the 911 cars right. protecting us. I'm like, wait a minute. They letting these cats just stand on top of the right. police cars yeah. with no incident. Tag rip nip on one of them. So so then they get to the next one and it it says it says uh. Nip is in paradise, spray painted on the police car. Yeah. They standing on top of it. Yeah. I took a snapshot of it up with my phone. Right. Julia Bevy posted the picture. Got the L. She got the picture. Photo, yeah. So I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. that that picture is iconic. Not just cause For it's so like fuck the police and they standing on the car and they tag the car. That's not it. The thing is, is that they allowed that shit without incident. Mm-hmm. They ain't even mention it. Right. Nobody even tried to get them people off that car. Right. And they treated the mourners in South Central like the rioters after the Super yeah. Bowl in Philly or any Philly uh, sports. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Riot. Or right, right. All of the sports riot across America that happens. They let it rock. In right America where they burn cars and shit mm-hmm. and they let it go. They treated South Central with that same respect and I've never seen that before. Yeah. That's it was unprecedented. It was, it was so, it's, it was definitely unprecedented. I do think maybe it was some type of mandate or it was like I feel like it might even not even be a mandate. I would like to feel like it was just the vibe, right? It feels like the death of Nipsey has like really brought out the best in a lot of motherfuckers. <laughs> like for real. Right. Like there it's it's this is a phenomenon that we haven't right. this is culturally, we haven't seen this in a while. I mean, it's been a bunch, but like I feel like uh this like communal healing that's going on mm-hmm. through social media, through like conversations, you right. know what I mean? Like people really like it's it's uh it's it's permeated like way deeper than just another rapper slang. You right. know what I'm saying? Like this shit is like this is part of the zeitgeist now. Right. This is like we, you know, we treating him like like Bob Marley, like you know right, what I mean, right, like right. a like a, a mystic spirit type shit. Like right, you know, right. the only person I saw, and I didn't even give it no real attention. I saw the little clip of Laura Ingram from Fox News laughing or whatever, yeah, whatever. but that's her. That's her lane yeah, that's her, now. That's her stick. And she kind of look haughty because she's the only. It it's just the only one. It looks silly. It looks she like out a of reach. touch. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I was, I thought that was impressive. Was great. I thought the LAPD. You know what I'm saying? Had impressive restraint and and letting. Yeah. Because, you know, it could have went real south real fast. Because if they would have took them off the car, then it could have got real bad. Well, and that's probably what it was, too. Because yeah. cats is grieving. But that don't got nothing to do with the news people. The news people usually just say what they, yeah. they, they incite. I smell marijuana. Yeah, this is a lot of marijuana smell out here. Right. And, and yeah, hey. 40 ounces and gangbangers. But nah, they treated the gangbangers with the same respect that they mm-hmm. would treat any mourner. Mm-hmm. Mr. Crip. Mr. Crip. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Crip. As that, I mean, that, that, that was, I don't know, I, I was like, y'all need to keep this same energy next week. And that same energy at the next Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be peacefully protesting about some social injustice and they come fucking with right. the tear gas and the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, How old were the uh, anchors? Anchor, it was regular fucking channels, NBC News. Regular age anchors? Yeah, age, they were <laughs> Not like, no hip I'm anchors. talking about the ones in the studio, the ones on the street, the ones yeah. in the helicopter. Right. Everybody was- Any black? No. Uh. It was just all like, yes, and the, the mourners are like, what? They're like, <laughs> right. you, you, got gang, you got gangster crips yeah, out here. Yeah. That's <laughs> dope, that's dope. <laughs> that's that's cool. like, it's like, these are gang. Bangers out here with the flags <laughs> throwing signs everywhere they roll. You sound disappointed. Like, no, I'm not disappointed. What the fuck? No, no, I'm I not disappointed. The news. I'm surprised that they treated us with the same respect that they treat everybody else. That, a that shit. Shame. That's a damn shame that you it's have a, never seen that it's shit. It's a shame. It's easy. It's easy that's to fucking. Shame, it's easy to just. 
just throw the shit to the curb and be like, this is some bullshit. Right. These, these crowds are out here. This, this fucking procession. Traffic is terrible. Procession is moving too slow. Who the fuck gave them the permit to ride around for right. five hours? I don't even know how the helicopter had that much gas. Nipsey got the intersection named after him and all of that. Before, he wasn't even in the ground. He had the shit named he after him. This shit is on a fast track. This the type of shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying, that you don't yeah. see. Yeah, man. But regular that, people don't compare your funeral to Nipsey. Just, I mean, I, just live your life. Listen, but you, listen, know, you don't it, think Snoop was comparing his future? I'm trying, I saw that the one clip I saw. He was like, "He is me." I saw that one part. I was, <laughs> you like, wait a minute. That sound like but, future. But he the only. But Snoop the only one of that course. could probably say that. No, Snoop is. If we, I don't want to get super morbid, but. Snoop is like the barometer of right. probably how much love you like. I, I feel like Snoop is like hip hop Mickey Mouse. Right. You know what I mean? Like if everybody knows Snoop. Yeah. It, so he, so if anybody gonna make that comparison, it could be Snoop. Right. Because he's from the West. The right. Dude, walked, he had all the Snoop mannerism with yeah. the long with no, the long hair. It. You know what I'm saying? So he could make that. But speaking of future, <laughs> <laughs> good. You see Sarah stunting on him this morning? Nah, I don't. I don't really. Russell Wilson just signed the he he something crazy, right? Yeah, he's gonna be the most the highest paid player in the NFL. Wow, this year, this he got the biggest number. What is it? What's the number? One hundred forty million over four years or something like that. Wow. And so they announced because you know they never win. They never won the. He won the Super Bowl. Yeah. They did win the Super Bowl. Yeah, he could have won twice. But he could have won twice. They, but they, they didn't end it off. Mode. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but he gave the Seahawks, you know, a date. To get his contract together, oh hard, you know what I'm saying? yeah. And so you know the time had came, and everybody thought to see, you know, what I'm saying it was a wrap. But you no, know, they was negotiating the shit, and then it went through last night in the middle of the night. And so after it went through, I guess his agent called. It went through. Mm -hmm. You know, they he went, you know, went live or went went whatever. Yeah. Him and Sierra in the bed together. Uh oh. Talking about yeah, you know, what I'm saying thank you everybody for your support, but just want y'all to know that you know, what I'm saying everything is signed, we good. Then she like go Hawks, you know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, now nah, that's Seahawks. Now put the C on the Hawks. Right, right, <laughs> this ain't Atlanta. Right. But they announced the shit. They in the bed together, like you know what I'm saying? Like they, you know what I mean? All coupled up. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sensual lighting. Sensual lighting. Just, you know what I'm saying? Looking like post. <laughs> Mad <laughs> rich. Post coitus. Right, 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 right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know rich sex. Yeah, then you know what I mean? It just threw it out there, stunning on them all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whole future. Oh, I thought she said something. Nah, slick. she ain't said oh, nothing. Okay, okay. But it's just enough to just do it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, that's what y'all gonna do. And he bought her masters a while back too. You heard about Did that he? shit? Yeah, he bought her masters from who? From Job, I believe. So she got that money. You know. Oh, Russell bought Sierra's masters. Yeah. Oh wow. And he bought Future's Bastards. No, I'm no. fucking with I thought you meant Future bought Sierra's no, Bastards. No, no, Russell bought uh, Sierra's Bastards, for what I understand. So that's that's fly too. That's so real they both fly. caked up. They all they ain't it's even thinking about game, man. Instagram no more. All, they 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 think about it because they posted to it. Yeah, I guess they so. making announcements to it doing you know what I'm saying yeah. in bed press releases in bed press that's where you press give a fuck. in bed press conference that is, that is when that that <laughs> hey. wire went through hey y'all yeah say y'all just what y'all know you know what I'm saying we done did this shit yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and good. he knew he knew that shit was the biggest contract in the league uh -huh. so he he feeling real good he like <laughs> <laughs> yeah shit y'all see me really <laughs> so. is Russell Wilson that good I don't know. I've been boycotting the NFL. I don't NFL. know. I'm asking the question. I don't know. <laughs> I've been boycotting. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. True indeed. Oh, man. What else is going on, man? We could get out of here, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say. I man, tried to we... do this. Tried to, uh, just so cats don't, you know, I'm looking crazy. I did this without my phone because I'm trying to be mindful. You know, everybody's yeah, about mindfulness. Mindfulness. Well, it wasn't really all the way mindfulness. It was forgetfulness. I left my phone in the whip. Then I went downstairs, and I realized I left my keys upstairs. And I said, I'm not taking another fucking journey. Right. Let me see if I could be mindful. No doubt. I don't need no distraction. No doubt. And uh, we did that. We did that. We did it, man. You know what uh, so, <laughs> you, uh, what else? Anything, anything quick it. shit? That's in and it. out? That's it. That's it. I want to... Um... 
Say what's up to the people. Tell the people you know where you're going to be at. I'm going to be in... Um, be in Brooklyn. Be local. Oh shit! Shout out to my daughter. It's her birthday today. Right. You know what I'm saying? Turning eleven. Um, Big. Shout out to the good people in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Goldie Gold, who put me with some people. Chilio, mm. who came out support. Right. Ash, who um, set up some things. Um, and uh, shit, catch me on the gram at Mr. Muhammad, mm. and on the Twitter at Mr. Muhammad. And shit, that's that. That's what it is. Uh shit, what am I doing? I'm gonna be at the uh the Cobra Club on the twenty first. I'm somewhere else too. I just got the uh the website redone, so I'm putting dates. Oh up shit, now. new yeah, website, yeah, new, new website, website alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we, we you know, we do out here with the do. propaganda. We, we out here with the propaganda. We getting yes, our machine right. Where it up. Uh there it go. <laughs> yeah, there it go. Uh and uh until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in a conversation. We out. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation.